Good morning. We're glad you're here on this 4th of July Sunday. Uh, We're glad you're here. And for those who are visiting us on Zoom, we're glad that you uh, are joining us this morning as well. Uh, I don't think we have too many of announcements. We are going to do communion next Sunday. Uh, so remember that. The other thing, we, we have Coffee Shop Theology uh, at 9 o'clock on um, Tuesday. And then we are still in, the, uh, still in Luke for our Bible study on Wednesday nights at 6.30. Any other announcements? Yes. Yes, if you, haven't, if you have not filled out one of the pink sheets, uh, you have until August 15th. Uh, and these forms need to be returned to Jenny, or uh, if you want to just drop them off the office and then we'll put them in your, in your box. Any other announcements? Well then, uh, let us stand for the call to worship. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday, Mom. Everybody knows this. Sing along nice and loud. Come set your rule and reign in our hearts again. Increase in us, we pray. Unveil while we're made. Come set our hearts ablaze with hope like wildfire in our very souls. Holy Spirit, come invade us now. We are your church. We need your power in us. We seek your kingdom first. We hunger and we thirst. Refuse to waste our your kingdom's power, reaching the near and far. No force of hell can stop your beauty-changing heart. You made us for much more than this. Wake the kingdom seed in us. Fill us with the strength and love of Build your 
You may be seated. As we come to this time of prayer, and praises, are there prayer concerns and praises that you have? I do have one to to start with. We want to uh, pray for Ron and Jane Lutz. Uh, They're both, uh, they're doing better, uh, but they're still kind of under the weather, so uh, please pray for Ron and Jane. Any other concerns and praises that you have? Okay, Jenny? to continue to pray for my parents, Thelma and Orville Depp, and mom's going to get her MRI this Wednesday to see, you know, more about what needs to be done. Thank you. Okay, we're, we will keep Thelma and Orville both in, in our prayer. Any other? Yes, Joyce? Is it? Okay. A praise for all the family here this week from out of state. <laughs> oh, it's nice, wasn't it? Well, it is. It is nice to nice to have family, and and wow, you filled up a filled, filled up a couple of pews. Um, so welcome. We're glad that you're here. It is nice. Uh, I was telling this in Sunday school. It is nice uh, to actually be with uh, family. Um, we were at Kathy's uh, family reunion yesterday, and it was just nice uh, because after a year and a half, you haven't been able to see people and actually uh, realized, and I, and I said this, uh, did you know that in a year and a half, children actually grow? And they get older. I didn't know that. I said, I thought when I would see them again, they would still be the same as they were. And, and I was surprised that it was different. They actually got taller. Um, anyway. And yes, yeah, some of them said that I looked older, which I couldn't believe uh, at all. Any other prayer concerns? Yes. James, um, one from uh, Zoom. Okay. Uh, we have uh, from Joanne, a uh, new addition to the family, Rose, born yesterday afternoon, um, uh, from Joanne Duff. Okay, so uh, a new life in the family. As you know, we had been praying for Joanne uh, in the loss of her sister, uh, and so now a new life into the family. So that's how God does things. Janice? Yes, I have a praise. Um, Last year, somebody was sending me ugly texts and voicemail messages, so I asked God what to do, and he said, just do nothing and be patient, and so on Friday, the person came up to me and apologized for their behavior and uh, asked for forgiveness, and I said I accepted it. So that is the most wonderful story. Here is something that is going on. You're getting, getting these texts that you didn't ask for, and, and they were rude, and, and, uh, and God said, don't do anything. Kind of, kind of, of the thing of, okay, God, I will trust you and take care of it. And sure enough, someone, and then they apologize. Awesome. That, there are some times where we actually need to take that time instead of acting out, God, what do we need to do? And sometimes it's called patience. And trust. So thank you for sharing that. Any other concerns or praises? If not, let us go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Lord, as we gather on this Sunday, Lord, we thank you for the country that we live in. Though it's not perfect, there are challenges. There are good things and bad things. But Lord, you're in and amongst us. And Lord, as I was reminded today in Sunday school, you have a plan. And 
sometimes we have to turn all of this over to you. Not that you're taking us uh, out of the world or that you're asking us just to throw our hands up, but Lord, you've asked us to continue to share your son through, through our words and through our actions to others. To share the truth of Christ and the grace of Christ. So Lord, we pray for this country that there will be a revival. And Lord, help us to be kind. Help us to do what you asked us to do. Jesus' command is to love you first with everything that we have. To love our neighbors as ourselves. And so, Lord, help us to do just that, to love you and to love others. Because, Lord, we do know that when you sent your son to die on a cross, it wasn't just for the good, it was for everyone. And then you also gave us the command to go forth and to tell everyone about you. And to help them come to know you. So Lord, help us to share our faith each and every day with those that we do not know. Lord, we can only do that through the power of the Holy Spirit to give us the courage and the wisdom to do that. Lord, we lift up those that are hurting right now. We lift up those who have lost loved ones. We lift up those first responders and our men and women in the military, that you would protect them, to be with their families. Lord, we pray for those who have upcoming procedures and tests. We pray for those that are recovering and healing from sickness and surgeries. Lord, we're so glad that we're once again able to celebrate with families. to actually during this pandemic realize how important relationships are. So Lord, as we start to go back to some type of normal, help help us not forget what we've learned through through this year and a half that you have always been with us and that the most important thing is our relationship with you and with others. So, Lord, we lift up our prayer concerns and our praises. We ask you to bless each one here today and those that are on Zoom. And, Lord, that you would guide us. And we pray all of this in Christ's most precious name who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
scripture this morning is from 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verses 10 through 18. Then David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly. O Lord, the God of our ancestor Israel, may you be praised forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. Everything in the heavens and on earth is yours, O Lord, and this is your kingdom. We adore you as the one who is over all things. Wealth and honor come from you alone, for you rule over everything. Power and might are in your hand, and at your discretion, people are made great and given strength. O our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we could give anything to you? Everything we have has come from you, and we give you only what you gave us first. We are here for only a moment, visitors and strangers in the land as our ancestors were before us. Our days on earth are like a passing shadow, gone so soon without a trace. O Lord our God, even this material we have gathered to build a temple to honor your holy name comes from you. It all belongs to you. I know, my God, that you examine our hearts and rejoice when you find integrity there. You know I have done all of this with good motives, and I have watched your people offer their gifts willingly and joyously. O Lord, the God of our ancestors Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, make your people always want to obey you. See to it that their love for you never changes. So today, um, because of 4th of July, uh, we're going to do a sermon on God and country. Now, I, I want to let you know that I normally don't do um, in a worship service, um, independent, well, I do do independent um, sermons about country, but I, I try to stay stay away from Independence Day. So the focus is still on God, not on country. But on this day, I thought it was appropriate that we actually talk about God and country because sometimes we don't actually do that much in this nation now about God. Somehow God is vanishing from this country. Even though that there's a strong since in churches, it seems like um, there is a force there that wants to do away with us actually talking about God. So, as I was looking for um, an idea of, of what to teach on, I came across First Chronicles. And in this... Um, I was looking at what David actually took time enough to actually say. Now, if you've read First Chronicles, let me just say uh, it's a challenge. Um, Kathy asked me um, this weekend as we were away uh, visiting um, my daughter-in-law's parents. She said, have you read through Chronicles, yes. uh, Chronicles yet? And I said, well... I read for the first three chapters, and then I fell asleep. Um, if you've started in Chronicles, it's, it's the list of people. Uh, Abraham, and then his sons, and then it goes through just about every person you can imagine. And then it doesn't stop there. Then it goes into um, what David did and things, and then it goes again into the list of people. Have you ever started reading a list of people and then going, well, why is this important? And then you actually see where important people are. And you're thinking, wow, this is, this is great. Some of it was great and some of it was tedious. But 
In this last chapter of First Chronicles, 29, after David had had victories and everything was seeming to get somewhat back to normal, David actually called everyone together and, let's, and said, let us actually praise God. And so he begins that. Everything that Israel has done, David wanted to make sure, are we praising God for it? And he says in 11, Yours, O Lord, is thy greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. Everything in the heavens and on earth is yours, O Lord, and this is your kingdom. And I was thinking about that. Have we actually given God America? Have we actually said that America belongs to God? Because to be truthful, America does belong to God. Actually, every country on the world belongs to God. In fact, the whole world belongs to God. The whole universe. Everything is God's. And so while we live in this country, we need to thank God for this country, but we also need to remember those Christians in other countries who don't have the same freedom because it comes down to where's our priorities? Who do we actually have our allegiance to? Now, I'm going to put Chris on the spot. Well, you're you're going to be used to this. Uh, In your oath, uh, is God mentioned in your oath? Was it? At the end. So help me, God. But your allegiance, knowing you, is to God first. And then to country. Okay, family, country. Family, friends, I mean... The Constitution. But to God first. The reason, if you don't know, uh, Chris uh, serves as a chaplain uh, in the National Guard. And we thank you for uh, what you uh, do Uh, for our men and women. But first, it's we're citizens. We have actually a dual citizenship. I never thought about that, really, until working on this sermon. Excuse me for just a minute. Oh, by the way, uh, no food or drink are allowed in the sanctuary. Okay, unless you have a sippy cup like I do, then, then maybe. But we have dual citizenships. First, we are citizens of heaven, period. Every Christian in the world we have a connection to. There are brothers and sisters, and they have this citizenship in, of heaven. And then second, our citizenship is to America. And so for Christians that are living in other countries, their citizenship first is heaven and then whatever country they live in. But first, it has to be heaven. Now for most of the history that we've lived in, America has been a leader in, the, in this world. We had been a force to reckoned with. In fact, we're still one of the, we are the actually strongest military. We have a Navy. The United States Navy is second to none. I'm sorry, I had to mention Navy. I know your army, but I had to throw Navy. My dad was Navy, so that's why I had to throw that in there. But, okay, thank you. Our military is strong. Economic dominance is strong, but then Sometimes we, we've grown accustomed and, and taken pride in America, and that's good. But then 
we start having that pride and then we start to lose our focus on where is God in this. We talked on Tuesday that one of the struggles in the 1920s is that everything was going well. We had, we're coming off of World War I and things were great and everyone was kind of doing whatever they want and money was flowing and it was a really good time except there was a focus away from God. And then as you know, the stock market crashed and everything came down and it led us into the depression and then suddenly people came back to God. And then we went through World War II, and there are times where I see that we have done really well, and then there are things that we've done that have not been so, so good. But David is reminding us right now It refers back to the book of Matthew is that first we seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and then everything else. So in this first book of Chronicles, David is making sure that everyone takes the time to focus of who God is, that we need to worship him. And in fact, these were his last official words before he turned everything over to Solomon. And he says first that we have to acknowledge that everything belongs, everything that belonged to Israel was God's. And that God's universal kingdom includes everything that exists in time and space. And then everything that we have has come from God. And it made it a point, David made it a point, that even the temple that they built for God actually started with the materials that God gave. This church here, everything that you see, God gave to us. He gave the gift of those who made stained glass, the gift of building, of furnishing. Everything belongs to him. And then David says this, that everything is yours. We are, everything has, that we have has come from you and we're only giving back a portion of that that you've given. I was telling Kathy a a story last night, and it reminded me of how we take for granted what God has given to us. There was this lady, and she had gone into a a bakery, and she'd gotten her favorite box of cookies. And these are wonderful cookies. Have you ever been at a bakery and, and you're just like, these are wonderful cookies? And so she got them and the bakery was kind of packed and so she sat down at this nice little table with, along with this gentleman and this gentleman was having coffee. And so she was like, oh boy, I get to enjoy my coffee and my cookies. And so she reaches in to the box and, and takes out a cookie at the same time this man is reaching in and taking a cookie from the box. And she was like, well, um, I, I, I guess that's okay, but I think that's kind of rude that he's actually taking one of my cookies. And it kind of went on. Every time that she took a cookie, he took a cookie, and he would just kind of smile at her. And she kept getting madder and madder and madder. And finally, there was only one cookie left. It was the last cookie. And he had the audacity to take that cookie and break it in half and to give that half to me. Oh my goodness, she was upset. And she's like, okay, I'm leaving. And she walks out and she gets to the bus stop and she reaches into her purse and that was where her box of cookies was. It wasn't that 
they were sharing her cookies, she was actually eating his. And he offered to share the last cookie with her. And sometimes we forget that everything is God's. And sometimes God takes things away from us. Sometimes it's because of the world that we live in, but sometimes he's trying to correct us because of his great love. And through the wants and the needs and the the highs and the lows, we always have to go back and say, "Oh, oh God, we thank and praise you for your glorious name. How often do we get upset with God because we haven't gotten what we wanted? Now, my son's not watching on Zoom. And, Kathy, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to tell one of the stories. I, I didn't include you in the story, but I'm, I have to include my son. Um, and my son's nothing like me because I'm, I'm so uh, polite and not stubborn. Um, but if we told my son no when he was about, I guess, three, four, two, 15, 16, 2. I think it was 3 and 4. Twos. We will talk about numbers later. Uh, but when we told him no, that he didn't get what he wanted, he would stand and he would fall backwards. Without looking, he would just like, it would be like a tree falling. And he would kind of throw his tantrum because he didn't get what he wanted. He didn't like to hear the word no. And how often do we do that? Do we get indignant to God? Everything on this world is his, and yet when we lose something, we go, God, how can you do this? Instead of going, God, thank you. David says, I know, my God, that you examine our hearts and rejoice when you find integrity there. And he actually asked God to please make sure that we want to do good instead of make us do good. Because there's still something called free will, and we still have to want to be able to do this. But he doesn't make us. So at this time, we know that in American history, we have brave men and women who have lost their life because of their bravery and because of their sacrifice. In the name of freedom, we have a place that we are free to worship. And most of America has had incredible freedoms to do what they want. And there have been those who have not been able to. That it has been hard. Some because of their own choices, but some for outside reasons. And so we have to remember that like all nations... Are we going to turn back to God? And as we're turning back to God, do we forget those who are less fortunate? We need to make sure that as wealthy as this country is, that we don't forget those in need. And we also to help those and not to look down. I know in my lifetime what it's like to be rich, and what it's like to be poor. There was times in my life where we were part of the country club set and the times where we had to give it up and struggle and not know where money was coming from. But my mom made sure that no matter whether we had a lot or we had very little, She was always making sure that my faith was strong. So the kingdom of God is always perfect. But America has a long way to go.
There are some really good things that go on, but there are some evil. And there's going to be a tension between the faithful of Christ and those who do not know God at all. But we need to make sure that whatever whatever happens to America, that we put our trust and our hope in God. This is what the missionaries have done. They go into countries and they get to know the people and then bringing them to know first God and his kingdom. We live, or we need to live out our faith in this country and to remember these commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. We pray for this country to seek the kingdom of God first. Then everything else will follow. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, as we come on this day, there are so many things that happen to America. And there have been incredible, wonderful things, and yet there have been things that we have not been proud. There are times that we have not heard the cries of the needy, of the neglected, of the marginalized. Lord, help us to remember who we belong to first. Help us to remember that we are citizens of heaven first and foremost. And that we stay true to you. So Lord, we pray for this country. We pray for your word to come through to break down barriers regardless of race, regardless of languages, regardless of whatever else is going on that your name will be glorified and that we all become brothers and sisters in Christ. In Christ's name we pray, amen. One of the um, things I put into our lesson is, where's your allegiance? Um, every, every first Tuesday of the month, uh, we have a company meeting at the firehouse. And the first thing that we do is say a pledge allegiance to the flag and then I do the prayer. So it is important that we do pledge of allegiance because we are citizens. But I remember, I was, as I was telling Kathy, that in the churches in China that are run by the country, they do pledge allegiance to their flag. But there's no mention of God. Think of the countries where the Christians are right now that are struggling. Where are their allegiance? So I think this is a great country, and I think we ought to do the Pledge of Allegiance um, in, in our daily lives. But it first must be our allegiance to God. Amen? Let us pray. Gracious Lord, let us always remember our allegiance. And our allegiance is to you first. And we pray for our brothers and sisters around this world who cannot worship you. Who cannot worship you in public, but can only do so in private. Lord, we pray that you would strengthen them. We pray for your protection upon them. And that one day they have the same freedoms as we do. 
they will be able to worship you freely. Hear our prayer, O Lord. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, as we leave here today, let our allegiance be known, that our allegiance is to you and to you first and always. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.